Hey everyone, it's Eric from the D2C newsletter and podcast. This is all killer, no filler. And for this week's episode, we are revisiting a presentation given to us by True Earth's Ryan McKenzie back in April on his exact YouTube ads creative strategy. There'll be a lot that you can take out from this presentation. I won't go on much longer, but I will advise you to go to directtoconsumer.co right now and subscribe to our twice a week newsletter if you haven't already. Right now, we're running a referral contest where if you refer new readers to the D2C newsletter, you get entered to win a MacBook, and so does the person that you referred. So make sure you refer multiple industry colleagues and friends who want to learn more about performance marketing to join our newsletter and you get entered to win a MacBook. For now, I'll turn it over to, I think, myself, who's going to intro Ryan McKenzie into this about hour-long presentation, including Q&A at the end. Uh, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope that it helps you dominate YouTube ads. Brands, we need to talk. It's time to start texting your customers. Yotpo, the leading e-commerce marketing platform, has the most advanced SMS marketing solution to reach customers where they are on their phones. Yotpo enables brands to build unbeatable targeted SMS experiences to create customer connections and drive revenue fast. Visit yotpo.com, that's Y-O-T-P-O.com, and get personal with SMS marketing today. There's never been a better time to be a direct-to-consumer business. Join us as we uncover the strategies and scaling secrets of the world's most disruptive brands and agencies. This is DTC Podcast. Quickly about YouTube. No, I, no one needs to tell, you know, I don't need to belabor the point of how amazing a platform YouTube is. It has more than 2 billion logged in monthly users, which is crazy. Facebook has uh, 2.87 billion monthly users, so it's a little bit smaller. But what's crazy about YouTube is that's only logged in users. And a huge percentage of views still happen when people aren't even logged in. Um, so the amount of content that's being consumed there is just absolutely incredible. The penetration is ridiculous. 74% of adults in the US use YouTube versus only 68% of Facebook. You know, 77% of, of you know, millennials, 30, uh, 15 to 35 year olds in the US use YouTube. And what's crazy as a parent, I can attest to this. Actually, my kid doesn't watch too much YouTube, but 80% of US parents with children 11 and under say their kids watch YouTube. So not only is this one of the biggest platforms, second biggest platform in the world today to buy ads, it's just only going to get bigger and bigger. Some people think Facebook might, you know, might be for boomers at some point. You know, it might be go the way of the dodo bird, but I don't think that YouTube is going anywhere, especially with the way we are indoctrinating our children. Uh, with the YouTube. So YouTube, it is the second most visited website right behind Google. It is the second most used social platform. I've never really thought of it as social platform, but I have answered a lot of angry comments on there. So I can see why there's some communication going on. And then people watch more than a billion hours of video on YouTube every single day. Uh, so that's the other reason that we have to be there as advertisers. And you can see from this chart that we are there as advertisers. We're flocking there in droves, uh, you know, massively year over year. Um, we, you know, the, the, it's uh, by 2022, it's an estimated almost $7 billion will be spent on, on YouTube ads, uh, which is an absolute reason that, that you should be there and they should be maximizing your presence there. And the biggest reason is that 70% of viewers who bought, uh, who, who 70% of viewers bought a brand after seeing it on YouTube. So that there's a little co correlation causation thing going on there, but, uh, but we love to see it. And it's something that I know our first speaker today on day one of the YouTube scale challenge can speak to. 
Uh, and that is my friend, Ryan McKenzie. Uh, so Ryan is someone I've just started following just from being in the same weird little Facebook groups for a while. Um, I knew what an incredible brand True Earth was having bought it previous to, to knowing him and, 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 and having, having tried it and used it for a while. Uh, it's just an absolutely great product, uh, really uh, beneficial to the world in the amount that it's uh, reducing waste all over the place. And, and not only that, it's, it's really, uh, it's been able to scale to help more and more people to, to uh, you know, to reach a bigger and bigger audience. What's really crazy is they got named Canada's second fastest growing startup this year. Um, and they are, you know, and what's really neat about it for me is that Ryan as a co-founder is also someone who's like really sleeves rolled up hands on the console when it comes to a lot of this marketing. Um, he spends a lot of his, his, his internal efforts on, on Facebook and Instagram. And I know he'll talk about this a little bit. He actually outsources the actual media buying of, of the of the YouTube component to an agency, but he still runs all of the, the creatives, uh, and, and all of the creative strategy that kind of goes in, into his, into his full marketing stock, including YouTube. Um, and yeah, so I'm very excited to talk about the art today. We, we, you, these two days are broken down into the art and the science of YouTube. So the first day we're really going to focus in on how to make great creatives uh, for YouTube. Day two is a little bit more about how to build your audiences, how to structure your campaigns. Um, but when I, when I saw Ryan was running all of these uh, inc really interesting anchor videos, really uh, high-end, highly produced, uh, very story-driven anchor videos on YouTube, I just thought, what, what a great uh, opportunity to get him in talk about the, the process of creating these videos, the, the formula that goes in, um, as well as some of the success he's had. Uh, welcome to the DTC Plus Workshop. Uh, Ryan, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's uh, always exciting to, to participate in the community, you know? Nice. Okay. Well, you can now take over the screen share. All right. <clears throat> so this is the first time I've ever done this presentation. So I would be happy if uh, if there was any questions that you had, Eric uh, or Jacob, along the way uh, that you think it would be a good idea for me to um, go a little more in depth on um, to just start talking, and I will uh, I will uh, answer your questions as well. So I, I love it. We'll field the questions for you. We'll just I'll, I'll sort of MC, and as questions come in, I'll uh, I'll pass them on when there's the correct break in the opportunity. So you just you go nuts. Cool. So yeah, like Eric said, um, you know, I have created a lot of um, a lot of different types of uh, hero videos, and uh, we, you know, we've done we've done the gamut from the, the scrappy stuff, uh, the, the influencer type native content to to um, the two videos you see on either side here. Those are like a, a big production um, actors and and film crew and the whole nine yards to uh, <clears throat> this basic video that you see in the middle here, um, which was something that I actually put together prior to, to spending big bucks on ads and the performance was, was, was pretty similar. And what I'm going to share with you today is the, the rough format for how we produce these videos. Um, and the, the demos that I'm going to show you are, are some of the higher production videos, but at the end, there's a couple different links. Uh, you can also go to our, our, uh, our YouTube channel and you can find all these videos if you if you really wanna break them apart and, and take a look. But um, again, while I'm gonna be showing you uh, the, the premium videos that we've created, um, for reference, I believe the cheapo video that I produced myself with B-roll and some crappy uh, native looking video actually has the, uh, the most views on YouTube. Um, of the three. 
Um, but combined, these three videos have done more than 70 million views um, since January of last year. So a decent amount, I'd say. Um, all right, let me let me jump into it. So there are seven core components in the formula that we use to, to produce these videos. Um, I'll quickly tell you what they are, and then I'll, I'll give you demos of exactly what that looks like in, in scope of the video and uh, kind of break it down. So we have your pattern interrupt, we have the problem, we have the solution, we have the call to action, uh, objections and credibility, uh, call to action numero deux, and the outro. So those are the, the, the seven core components in, in our videos. So what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna uh, go through each of these sections. I'm gonna show you um, the part in, uh, in, in this hero video that corresponds with it. And then I'm gonna give you some, uh, some narrative around it. So uh, part one is the pattern interrupt. And this is, uh, this is the pattern interrupt on our first video. Actually, I gotta make sure I have sound on here. Hold on. Zoom. Sorry, guys. One sec. Um, I'm already hooked with make... that mascara shot. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah. One sec. I just want to make sure that the sound. There should be more. Um, sorry, I should have tested this out before right. I share sound. One sec. Sorry, I'm going to stop my share and reshare. One sec. Technical it'll, difficulties. It'll all be edited in post. No, we never read anything actually. So, okay. So, screen share again. I got the sound on. Oh, great. It's going. Uh, that is a problem. <laughs> it wants me to Update. reboot Zoom. Yeah, please install the Zoom audio device. Please restart your audio. If you, this, it's key to your presentation. So, we're happy to take five minutes here. Um, yeah, give, give me two seconds. Okay. I did not. This is the first time. I, let's see if it actually forces me to restart. Um, if it does, we can we can just riff here. We have uh, we have a few questions actually while we sort out these technical difficulties. And because we thought ahead and brought on Jacob, who is also a YouTube expert. Jacob, are you? If you're there, I was wondering. Uh, Walid wanted to know how good is YouTube in regard to direct response ads to cold audiences? Yeah. So I mean. It definitely can be a bit trickier to like crack the top of funnel at the start on YouTube if you're, um, you know, you're direct response oriented and trying to get those sales right off the YouTube click. Um, so like typically a lot of the time with a new client, we'll start to build up that top of funnel audience with Google and things like that. And then, you know, YouTube will be kind of more utilized on the retargeting side for people familiar with the brand and keeping that brand top of mind. Um, but once you start to, you know, dial in on what has been working, uh, you can kind of convert that over to your top of funnel and start testing things like your similar audiences, your, you know, interest audiences, match lists, customer lists, lookalikes, things like that. Infinity. Infinity. Yeah. Infinity. Um, so it, it definitely can be done. And I'm sure like Ryan's seen tons of success on cold audiences from, you know, now that his campaigns are as dialed in as they are, but yeah. A little trickier right I, off the bat. Yeah. I, I think I'm back and I think I should have sound. Um, cool. Did you awesome. Feel me? Show, let me know if you guys can hear this first of all. Okay. Um, Not yet. I know what she's saying. 
No, no sound? No sound. I think you might have to do that thing that it wanted you to do. Yeah, I thought I did. All right, give me give me two seconds. Okay. Uh, Jacob, you, you, you take the, the, the torch. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Nice. You can hear our hot pants. We've got some interesting comments. Uh, what time frame are we seeing that works best for view rate? I'm actually not even sure. Do you, does that sound familiar? Um, well, like view rate in terms of percentage of the video people are watching um, or percentage of the people watching past that five second mark. That's kind of your initial view rate. Yep. Um, but in terms of timelines, I mean, you'll definitely want to give it a few days if that's kind of what the question's around. Um, yeah, but, Caitlin, if yeah. you want to provide a little more, a uh, little more color there, happy to, uh, to answer it, Greg, the presentation will be shared for DTC Plus members. All of the extra materials, the the slide, the the slide deck, the um, all of the notes and stuff will all be available on DTCPlus.co. Oh, nice, he's back already. Um, do you recommend using that ABCD formula for unskippable ads? I have not even heard of this ABCD formula. You could maybe uh, elucidate us, anonymous attendee. <laughs> all right, we got Ryan back. Any threats do the current privacy changes play on targeting of ads, Riley? This, I think this is one of those wait and see type situations. Google's, I think we've had a few more, maybe an announcement this past week about, about the way Google's handling it. What, what was their, their big announcement was that they're moving away from, what was it like reading your emails, like actually away from like, you know, textual targeting of people based on what's in their, their Gmails and more into like, category targeting buckets of people yeah of people, yeah I, yeah that's it is kind of like wait and see on google youtube right now i know facebook has been you know releasing a lot of details on sort of how to get ahead of it <laughs> um it seems like google sort of has some of that sorted on their end uh less less strain on the advertiser which is nice but um when that prompt is released in the next like week or two here i'm sure there will be some some stuff that people need to do totally yeah. Uh, what's the best time frame we should be creating a video for 30 seconds or two minutes? I think this is all, it's funny. We're just all nibbling away at Ryan's presentation. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> just have it all. I think, I think Ryan will cover a little bit about the links. He's got some interesting things to say. Obviously one of the things, uh, you know, I, I, you know, came, came across in my research, it's obvious, but like, you know, when you're on Facebook in the newsfeed, you're not, you know, you maybe will stop to watch a video, but on YouTube, you're there to watch a video. Uh, and, you know, and so if you're, if you, if you get taken by a, you know, a very interesting, you know, mascara video or something, you're going to watch it probably till the end. Um, so I think you're going to get longer, higher quality views on, on a platform like YouTube than anywhere else, probably. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll answer that one sec. Let me just make sure the sound's working and then, uh, I'll be happy to dive into that. So I'm just gonna click this. Let me know. If you Things you should never mix well, with bam. water. Mascara. Home electronics. Sodium metal. Witches. But do you know what really shouldn't? So that's the pattern interrupt. Um, and it's a lot better with sound now that you guys can hear it. Um, so you guys have probably, everybody's probably heard of like pattern interrupts on Facebook. It's really important on Facebook because you, you need to disrupt their, their, their feed scroll. But on YouTube, the pattern interrupt is, is more important to keep them from click, clicking that skip button uh, and, and moving on to the video. Um, this is gonna set up their level of interest in what you're about to say. Uh, it's, gonna, it's gonna get them 
to stop from clicking that button. And, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta be something kind of fun. Like this isn't too, too crazy. It's a woman getting sprayed with a bucket of water and demonstrating a couple other things you, you shouldn't mix with water. But uh, I would recommend trying to tie the, the context of your pattern interrupt to the video. So it's more related. Um, and before I, before I carry on, th there was a question for an optimal video length for ads. Um, I can kind of give you a bit of a bit of bit of information on that, and I've tested everything from the from a minute and a half, minute videos to to four minute videos on YouTube, um, and everybody always tells me that hey Ryan, your videos those videos are they're great, they're funny, but they're way too long. People are never going to buy, and I kind of bought into that in the very beginning, and after doing kind of you know seventy million views worth of testing, um, what we've come to conclude is that the longer you keep somebody watching your video, the more likely they are to purchase. So the, the key here, if you, if you want to make it longer is that you want to make it entertaining and engaging. And that starts with getting people's attention, which happens with the pattern interrupt. And again, on YouTube, you're trying to keep them from click, clicking the skip ad button. Um, so that's component number one. Things you should. Sorry, it's going to do it again. Uh, problem number two is, or sorry, uh, <laughs> item number two on the uh, in our in our little presentation here is the problem. So I'm going to show you what the problem looks like. But do you know what really shouldn't have water added to it? Laundry detergent. Why? Laundry detergents like these contain up to 80% water, which is why they're so heavy. <laughs> And this, this is how much waste the average family creates in a lifetime just from buying laundry detergent. Look at that. It's more plastic than a, than an episode of Real Housewives. <laughs> and while technically many of the. And she, she'll go on again for another like 30 seconds here, but you get the point. I, you know, most, most direct response products solve some kind of problem. So this, this is going to be the place where you're going to highlight the problem and just kind of like copywriting. What is it? Um, you're going to, you're going to take your finger and you're going to jam your finger into the, into like the wound that they have in their heart. And you're going to make them feel the pain from that problem. That, that's kind of the goal here. And, you know, obviously here we're blending in a little bit of humor, keep it lighthearted. Um, and we're going to, for us in this video, we're also going to educate them a little bit on, um, on on the problem at hand because there's there's like different levels of awareness um she goes on to talk about what percentage of of laundry detergent bottles get recycled and which ones go to waste but the goal here is to both uh, reveal the problem and um bring them bring, bring their awareness of the problem or, or bring them closer to the awareness of what's going on and, and i don't want to say make them feel bad about the problem but you know kind of agitate it a little bit once things you once we've established the problem i mean this is again this is all basic kind of like copywriting 101 i know that what might be basic in my head might not be obvious to everybody else so um you know i'm just going to make sure that I, I cover all my my points here but um once we've established the problem agitated it a bit we want to uh basically showcase our product as the solution to these problems, especially while you, your emotions are kind of running high about it. So this is what it looks like for us. Models. Introducing True Earth Eco Strips. Prepare to have your mind blown. 
Step one, tear off a pre-measured strip of this concentrated liquidless detergent. Step two, throw it in your washing machine. And step three, girl, go reward yourself for saving the planet. Just listen to that sound. That's the sound of me reducing my carbon footprint. Followed by the ceramic chicken Jim's mom got us for Christmas. Most hideous thing you've ever seen. If we all made just this one simple switch, we'd eliminate over a billion of these wasteful jugs each and every year. That's the equivalent effect on greenhouse gases as planting over nine million trees. And since true earth takes up a fraction of the space, you can use your shelves for more important things. <laughs> It's genius. Okay. Mommy's doing laundry, honey. Do you want to come help? Never mind. So if you like. So yeah, that, that, that's presenting the solution. We're kind of, we're kind of also demonstrating how the product, uh, like not, not only did this product does solve it, but like the measurables on why, why it's, why it's good, why it's good and why it's going to work for you. Um, the next, Things sorry, for some reason it shows that a second time. The next step is really simple, but I swear to God, this is probably the most overlooked thing that I see in both Facebook ads and YouTube ads. You demo your product and you don't ask the customer to purchase. Keep in mind, especially older demographic is, is used to watching commercials on TV with the expectation that they are going to go to the store to buy this thing in the future. So a lot of people are, are, and other things too, some people are watching videos and they're just kind of like vegging out, you know, like unless you tell them to do something, they're not going to necessarily take action. So you need to tell the person watching the video specifically what you want them to do. We want to ask them for the sale and it's, we're not talking a, a 30 second chunk of time here. It's something simple, just like this. Join the movement. Be part of the solution instead of the problem. Click below right now to try True Earth Eco Strips today. True Earth. That's it. Super simple. You're just telling them to click the link. The link's below. Yo, you can buy this right now. You don't got to wait to go to the grocery store. You don't need to like save this in the back of your head and ask your husband or wife for this for Christmas. You, you can go and buy this right now and it's available. Just you just you It's up to you to take the next step. So that's very little things thing you should that makes a, a very big difference um the next is we want to bust objections and we want to add credibility and establish authority for why people should be purchasing from you um before before i show this one thing that is really good about these hero ads that are expensive to produce is you immediately build some trust and authority because uh it's difficult for flyby night companies to create a video like this that probably costs on average, you know, upwards of $100,000. They're not going to be making videos like this, putting them out on the internet and, and then scamming you. It's just, it's a, that's a really big racket. So you get a little bit of authority and trust right out the gate from that. But you know, on top of that, that's, that's just kind of like an attribute of these videos. But this section of the video, regardless of whether it's professionally filmed by Hollywood director or not is to, to, to bust the common objections, um, to resolve common concerns and demonstrate authority. So you can do that through social proof. You can do, do that through, um, product demos, but I'll show, I'll show you what ours looks like. Today, true earth comes with a 100% love it or return it guarantee. If it's it doesn't clean your clothes. And I mean, perfectly, 
send it back for a refund. And because they're paraben-free, phosphate-free, and sensitive on the skin, unlike your baking soda, it won't give your skin that nasty rash. The choice is yours. Keep buying those heavy, bulky, wasteful, waterlogged containers, or join more than 100,000 happy customers who have switched to the simplicity, sustainability, and satisfaction of Truer. Click below for your- oh, You guys you guys started seeing the second, the second, the next thing. Um, so you, other things that you can, you can put in there that work really well are kind of like feature benefits, because typically your feature benefits or benefit features or whatever you, whatever you wanna call them. Um, they're going to allow people to imagine themselves using them in different contexts. Um, some other things that would have probably been good to bring up in this particular video is like true earth works on hard and soft water. It's great water safe, septic safe, works in high efficiency and regular machines. Like, you know, it's, it's, you will know what your common kind of like the, com the most common questions people ask, you can, you can, and if you don't know what those are, I highly recommend looking through your existing reviews. Um, if you don't have reviews, look at somebody else's reviews who has a similar product and look for what kind of concerns pe people are bringing up um, regularly. And those are good things to add here. Um, you'll see, you would have also noticed there was some social proof where we said how many people had given us a five-star review. At that point, we were only at 100,000 customers when we released this video back in September. And now we're, we're over 300,000, which is... Uh, uh, probably a pretty good insight into how well I feel these videos work. But uh, the other thing you'll also notice is the risk-free trial. So we talk about risk reversal and um, basically making it so that it's a no-brainer for people to purchase um, by, by you know, essentially removing all risk. All right. Thank and, you, and you said this one cost upwards of 100000 it didn't cost me a hundred thousand, but if you were to probably like, if you were to work with the same studio, it would probably be in that price point. Um, okay. it, it just, it just depends. Like I've talked to a number of different agencies that make these videos and they usually, they're usually, I mean, they can be from like 50,000 us to, to a million. Like if you go to the Har work with Harmon brothers, um, you're going to be looking at a million dollars for something like this, plus a percentage of spend. So um, I, I would say, you know, a hundred thousand is probably, you could probably get it done for cheaper. You can probably get it done in the 50 to 60 range. It just depends how much experience the person you're working with has, right? Cool. And you do, you have an example upcoming too of, of your one that you did on, on the cheap for people who don't have that budget. Yep. I have, I've got the links in here. So I'll, uh, after this is over, um, I'll, I'll just, I'll demo the whole video on that. So you can see how my budget video, um, which cost me my time, um, how, how, how shitty it is for part of my language, but it's not exactly, it's my, my, my six-year-old could have edited the video better than me. Anyways. Um, so there's, there's two last components to these videos that I think are really important. The second thing is the, I put these both on the same slide so that I could just show you the last chunk together. But uh, the second thing is, the another call to action. You have the call to action early in the video, uh, trying to get people before they drop off. But the second call to action is super important too. And a mistake that I normally see people make is they'll have their call to action at the very end of the video, and it, it'll be there for like two seconds or three seconds or something like that. And if somebody, you don't necessarily, if you if you have your iPad sitting somewhere and you're watching it, you got to get up and grab your iPad. Like it doesn't give them a lot of time to click. So what's really important is you give them you have the call the second call to action. And then you leave it on the screen and you have some kind of 
outro. So, um, you know, examples of good outros are like, uh, like bloopers from the filming or like in our funny videos, we like to have them kind of like demo, like they're filming the last little bit and then usually they start cracking up at some point and we kind of like, just, we don't cut out the, the, the transition to laughter. We just kind of let it carry through. So I'll show you, I'll show you on this one right here. Don't believe me, huh? Take the True Earth 30 day challenge. Come on, click now, do it. Use your finger or your mouse right now. <laughs> and then it just kind of sits here. Yeah, so that's, that's I know there's a couple, chunks, couple chunks of the video that I, that I didn't show you guys, but you, you, can, you can go over to the YouTube True Earth slash True Earth Movement and uh, you can see all of our videos. But I do have some other little like pro tips um, that are really important that I think you should probably include in your, in your video regardless. And then once that's over, um, I'll show you guys my, my, my low quality video that did really well. And uh, you, can, you can get at me with some questions. So the first thing is you want, you know, you want to drop your brand name as many times as physically possible in the video. Like you want to have it on the screen. You want to hear, have them say it. You want like, think of these like, like, as like, like, like touch points. You just want the person to consume your brand in every possible way so that it's burned in their brain. You don't want to have it too much that it sounds like those old school search engine optimized articles that were like, just that were, were horrible to read, but enough in, within that it sounds reasonable, um, but it gives you an opportunity to say your brand a lot. And if you're using YouTube, I would try to get your brand name in there at least once before that five seconds is up before the skip ads, because that gives like, that's basically free if they skip it. Uh, I think anyways, I can't remember, maybe things have changed, but you know, get it in there before they skip it. So you get some brand recognition. Um, speed up the video. I would test it at like 110, 115, 120. Um, you know, you don't want them to sound like a chipmunk, but 20% speed up's not that bad. And it allows people to consume the information quicker. Um, you know, combined with quick cuts, it, it, we found that speeding up videos uh, allows people to give us more of their attention. Um, add lots of little sounds and image overlays on top of these quick cuts. So like you hear like, like just like, or like cats meowing, like that's obviously one of you gotta be kind of related to the, to the, uh, the, the video. But the idea is like all these little stimulus, stimuli um, keep you interested. Having like image overlays on key portions of the, the video um, help a lot too. And then humor, while it's not required in the video, I'm gonna show you in a second that has um, a terrible voiceover done by me as well. There's zero humor in it, it's boring. Um, but it follows the same the same um, same formula, and the cuts are slow. It was the first video I had ever done like this, and uh, but my point is that when you're adding humor to the to the content, it does help keep keep people engaged. So if I had uh, maybe a little bit of a sense of humor and added it to the video, I probably would have done a little bit better. And one other thing I just kind of want to point out, tied to all this, is a lot of this stuff. I learned through uh, the Harmon Brothers um, trainings. So I don't wanna pretend like I'm the person that came up with all of this stuff. I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, that credit is given where credit is due. Um, a lot of this stuff I did learn from the Harmon Brothers and their program. So, yeah. Nice. Um, and yeah, this is, uh, this is the last slide. <laughs> you should try True Earth, change your life.
hundred percent guarantee, give you money back if it doesn't. But uh, if you sign up for D2C for the $1 uh, investment, um, I think this slide will probably become available to you. Um, and there's these, these are the three videos um, that we've done that combined for 70 million views. Um, and I'm, if you guys have a few minutes, do you want me to show the, the, um, yeah. the budget, the budget version? All right. I love this because this follows roughly the same formula that you, that you got from these, these super high end videos. Yeah. It's, it's the same formula. It's yeah. just, it's just, uh, it's not as quick cuts and there's one part at the end that I just think is terrible, but whatever, it's okay. So I'm going to show it to you. It's, it's only a minute 42. Let me know if you can, just give yep. me a thumbs up if you can hear sound. Stop. Good. Before you buy more laundry detergent, say no to wasteful plastic laundry jugs. Why? In North America alone, over 700 million laundry jugs per year find their way into landfills. Yes, laundry jugs may be recyclable, but only one in five actually get recycled as intended. It's time to meet the new zero waste laundry detergent upgrade. True Earth Laundry Strips are a revolutionary zero-waste laundry detergent in a pre-measured strip form. No measuring, no mess, no waste. Just clean laundry. Just clean laundry. Even like the sound. True Earth today. <laughs> Customers are loving True Earth. In fact, True Earth has more than 1,000 five-star reviews. But True Earth is more than just a zero-waste laundry detergent. It's a true laundry detergent upgrade. Besides coming in a compostable cardboard package, you got some people saying they've seen this on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That's my voice. So you it doesn't sound like me. I don't think maybe <laughs> using True Earth means no more messy. The Goopy Cap one is one that really ever. gets me. I hate I hate Goopy True Caps. Works in both high efficiency and standard Especially bonnets. Goopy bonnets. True Earth fully dissolves in both cold and Did you warm write this water. one yourself, right? And yeah. on the laundry pods your children won't mistake true earth for candy. Oh, deadly. Did I mention it is? <laughs> this is the part that sucks. This is just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're still on the fence, we have a money back guarantee. So you literally have nothing to lose. So click the link to try true earth laundry strips today and join the true earth movement. Nice. Well, Ryan prefers this cheap version, uh, which is awesome. Uh, it is. It's quid. I, I love. I love that you don't because I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves to be funny. You have to. It has to be funny. It has to be a Harmon Brothers level production. But what what that video really shows is you just tell your brand story, and you know, and you don't have to be super funny. You use stock footage and things that you film yourself. Like it, it's all doable. Yeah, I mean th those seven steps. It's if you do those seven steps, really the only things you need to write are the the pattern interrupter, the hook, um, which I would actually recommend making like three, four different hooks. I mean, that, that, for two reasons. First of all, you can uh, you can test them all to see which one does the best, but then you can also, your videos last longer because you get, um, uh, you, you can you can target different avatars and stuff as well. So you can have a hook for like eco, you can have a hook for like people that hate goopy lids. You could have an avatar for people that are vegan and don't want laundry detergent that's that was tested on animals and so on and so forth. So um, anyways, I'm, I'm changing gears here. All you need to be able to do really is write the problem, which you've probably already done before in, in your, your existing, your existing ads, write the solution and then take some of your objection busting material that probably already exists on your website or in your copy, add in some social proof, a risk reversal. And, uh, and you know, really that's it. It's, 
mm-hmm. write a script, pay somebody on Fiverr. I pay somebody on Fiverr to, to, to record it. If you don't want to put your voice out there, like I did. Um, and, uh, sultry B-roll, B-roll and a couple shots of your video. It's easy. And what program did you use to actually put it together? Um, I think iMovie. No, I, I probably, I don't remember if I actually edited that together or not. Um, I use um, on my Mac. I use a lot of times ScreenFlow. I think it's like a hundred bucks, and it's really really easy to use. Um, I was using After Effects today for a little bit, but that's like, I feel like I need like a physics degree to use After Effects. Um, <laughs> But like everything that I did in that video, you could do with iMovie, no problem, or Windows Movie Maker. There's there's no there's no rocket science stuff. Yeah, and it's all like it's all good content, right? Like you can use this beyond just YouTube. This is great business content for Facebook, you know, Instagram ads, even Google to, to display. But yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted to yeah. ask quickly about the, just the, the overall strategy of where these these anchor videos fit in the funnel. I assume these these are meant for top of funnel, right? Yeah. Generally, and then yeah. I'm wondering like how like what what are the conversion rates like at that top of funnel point? And then these must feed retargeting better than any other kind of video as well, right? Because you get so much listen, so much watch depth on them. Yeah, I mean, we we put them both on Facebook and on YouTube, um, and they work fantastic on both. Obviously, the videos are too long for Instagram placements, which it's a shame. Um, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I mean, when the when the videos first launch, they're great bottom of funnel too. Like we share them with our list. We share them. I mean, we share them with our list. We share them with our with with our SMS lists and. Um, we share them with our ambassadors and what's crazy about it is those guys like depending we share the youtube version as well as the facebook version um but we get so much engagement when we first launch these videos from our own audience and like we get tons of sales like it's insane like the bottom of funnel fades over time from these because um people they, they get shared so much um but for from a top of funnel perspective they're fantastic like they're we're really running probably th- primarily three ads on YouTube, top of funnel, um, the real men do laundry, that one that I just showed you or the two that I just showed you. And then I've mostly burned all of them out on Facebook. Like not, not completely, but they, they, they seem to have longer longevity on YouTube, but nice. Yeah. Lauren's asking for specifics. Lauren's always coming in with specifics. Mm-hmm. You targeted cold audience with this video and then what sort of budget did you start with? And then what sort of approximate ROAS were you able to achieve? I mean, ROAS is really business dependent. Like we're primarily a subscription, a subscription focused business. So we're just, we're, you know, I'm happy if I get like a one time, a one ROAS. Um, we also see Lyft in places like Amazon and, and grocery stores. Um, like, the, there's a massive halo effect from it. Like even when we launch these videos, we, we do, we do retail too. And when we sent it to our, our, our people who were signed up for retail, but have never actually made a purchase, we saw a massive spike and all oh, we were thinking about carrying you, but we were on the fence until we saw this. Um, so the question was like, sorry, what was it? What I think specific? you pretty much answered it. Like I, th- yeah. I think just pretty mm-hmm. much about like what kind of ROAS it was. I think people just have, I think there's a, a mental block about investing this much in the creative and then how much you have to put into it in a way in order to start seeing returns. I mean, yeah. we, 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 we smashed that, that, the things that you should never mix with water with so much money, man. I, I spent a hundred thousand dollars in a single day on that video on Facebook. Um, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, that's, I, that's the most money I've ever spent in a day on Facebook ads, but it, you know, this is, I'm talking about YouTube, but these work on both platforms. Are there any changes that you made? You say the, the Facebook version and the YouTube version, what changes are, are there? The, the Facebook version, we generally make square or that five by six format. Um, and then since Facebook usually has audio off, we have like, um, like captions, not the, not nice. the Facebook captions, but like brand on, on brand captions that go along with it. Nice. That was a point you brought up uh, in our, in our pre podcast too, just about the, the other reason why YouTube traffic is so valuable because it's, it's like audio on as a default, which is that whole other dimension. Yeah, especially when it comes to getting them to say your name, hear your name, your brand name, etc. There's a lot of real value there. Um, some questions about the the early stages. Jonathan uh, Miracle asks, "What metrics should I be focusing on for top of funnel ad sets on YouTube starting out? Should I be more focused on view stats versus ROAS for existence? For for instance, I'm probably going to let Jacob answer this. Um, yeah, I'm, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say like one point to add to this conversation if you're going to run YouTube traffic is make sure you have your tracking set up correctly and you can really dial into those assisted conversions, you know, how it's playing to the holistic results of your campaigns on Facebook and Google because um, unlike, you know, Facebook and stuff, you're going to see like a five to one ratio of assisted conversions, people seeing your video that are later converting, um, just cause YouTube is such like a prominent placement. It's, it's everywhere on the web and there's a really good chance your audience is gonna, gonna see your ads and help you keep top of mind. Um, so relating to that question, you know, top of funnel, if you're starting out, typically you will want to focus on some things like view rates and, you know, making sure your videos do have that hook, that first five second hook that people are viewing you know, past that, that they are clicking, click rates. Um, but while you're doing this, you know, you want to make sure your tracking's right. And then you can start to see that build up the assisted conversions, the, you know, direct conversions. And then meanwhile, on retargeting, you're always looking for those sales, right? Um, so it kind of develops from that after, you know, a week or two of spend, you start to shift your strategy to just direct sales and then kind of YouTube does the rest. It just feeds the monster. That'd be my answer. Basically. I like it. But what uh, Anonymous is asking, what do you mean by setting up tracking properly? Do you mean Google Tag Manager? You're talking about analytics? Yeah. So, I mean, getting your Google Tags all set up, um, integrating like your YouTube account with your Google AdWords, making sure it's, you know, linked in there. You don't want to just basically be running it separately or anything in, in a new Google AdWords account. Um, making sure that... Yeah, you got your assisted metric tools set up um, in the tool section. I think Google actually just made that automatic. So everyone should probably have that. Uh, making sure your Google Pixel's placed correctly. Just just all that that stuff. Yeah. Nice. Um, let's see. Is there a leading, this is for Ryan, is there a leading indicator, indicator you look at for creative burnout? We're currently testing using CVR to impression. Uh, wondering if there's anything that, that you sort of look for. You know, I mean, the biggest thing, it's just the CPA getting out of control. I mean, I wish I could, I wish I could, I wish I could say that there was some other metric and there probably is. I'm probably just not smart enough to know what it is. Um, but, uh, I've, you know, I, one thing I have noticed um, is that even after a creative feels like it's burned out or whatever you want to call it, uh, or it's been viewed too many times, 
it doesn't necessarily mean that the, the creative isn't effective anymore. It just means like you have to be a little bit more, you, you got to dig a little bit deeper to find other audiences that, that uh, might not have seen it. So like, I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> this is actually on the Facebook side, but um, I, I was testing like 30 different parenting audiences um, last week, like micro audiences, like a million people. And uh, like 29 of the 30 sucked. And one of them, like, you know, I, I completely burned out that things you can, should never mix with water. Like I'm not getting reasonable CPAs like anywhere, but I just put it in all the ad sets because I know that it worked previously and it's lighting it up on this one, this one interest with, um, you know, only a million people. And obviously I'm going to burn it out fairly quickly, but there are, you know, there just because it's burned out to your core audiences. Sometimes if you, if you, if you dig a little deeper, you can find a little extra life. I love that. You say you've gotten more life out of these videos than you feel like maybe a lot of people do with these anchor style videos. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know too many people that are running them as frequently as, as we're kind of planning on, on doing it now. Um, but you know, like the, the things you should never mix with water. I think, I think that video alone's at like 40, 45 million views. Um, Interesting. like I said, that one, one interest we just found still, still doing it and it's still doing well on YouTube too. And do you have that? Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. Just, you go ahead, Jacob. I was just going to say, do you have a couple of those videos showing as public on your channel? Um, yep. They're all yeah. open. Yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they're, yeah, they, you should be able to find them fairly easily. Yeah. Cause there's that organic, like, you know, as you're building up those views through your paid ads, um, typically it's going to show your YouTube page on the first page of Google, someone searching you and having millions of views on all your, you know, your YouTube page is great for just optics. Totally. Alone. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think it necessarily carries over the actual organic uh, ranking, but I mean, if you really, if you really want to hack or mm. mess with that, what you can do um, is you can create like display display ads with your, uh, with your thumbnail um, and drive people to like, so it's not, I don't think it uses the view metrics from ads in the organic ranking, but if you push people from a display ad in YouTube that shows like the thumbnail and takes them to YouTube to watch the video, that would still contribute to your organic, um, organic traffic. So if you, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you name your video, something that gets searched a lot and you, uh, will send a lot of traffic, send all your organic or send your list to the video in the first couple of days and build some display ads, promoting that video, um, you know, to other like on competing products or whatever, whatever you want to do, um, that, that, that should definitely contribute to, to your actual Google rank, your YouTube ranking. I wanted to ask about, you've got these high end, these high end creatives that work up and down the funnel, but have you tested other creatives? Have you tested other simpler creatives that are spe that specifically go in and sort of like spur people along once they've already made these brand engagements? Yeah. I mean, I, I tested some pilot house ones the other day, actually. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And I've, I've used, I've used a, a lot of different, um, I've used a few different agencies to produce, to produce like kind of those middle of funnel type assets um, with, with kind of mixed results. Um, sometimes they'll work really well. Sometimes, sometimes it, it's just, you know, it, it's harder for me because my, the amount of people that I've showed my, my stuff to is, is, is pretty dramatic. Like in Canada, um, I think people have seen my ads like 30 times per person on Facebook. So I have to, I have to do something to, to, to 
to get them to pay attention again. But um, the stuff that you guys did, one of, one of the ads was, is I'm actually running it top of funnel too. And it's, it's performing uh, pretty, pretty good. And it's like kind of one of those, uh, it's kind of your scrappy, your scrappy, uh, um, I don't want to say influencer type piece, but it's got like some testimonials baked into it. And like, you can kind of see the product demo. It's, it's, uh, they, 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 they work too. Like, um, there's, I guess the reason why I create these videos is so that I have multiple, I, I can kind of address multiple segments of, of, the audiences that are available. But the one place where I do find those kind of like scrappy videos do really well and shorter videos is bottom of funnel on YouTube. Like most of the stuff that's bottom of funnel on YouTube for us is like, like, like shorter, um, like product demo type stuff. First person sort of unboxings and things like that. I think, I think it's so much just showing people using the product is just, you know, it just ingrains, Oh, I could use that product. That's what I would look like using that product. Like I think all of that just helps. Yeah. There was a question earlier on, uh, UGC and like seeing how that's doing on YouTube. And I know like internally we've started to see it do really well on YouTube, even just kind of rough videos of people film themselves, like, you know, check out this new product I bought. This is awesome. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely kind of, and like on the retargeting side, like you were saying, Ryan, like we kind of swap those in at a quicker pace, you know, every week or two, they start to sort of fizzle out just cause you're forcing your, your pool of retargeting people to keep seeing that same video. So you can get a little scrappier for sure. And a little more direct response oriented. Brooke has a question here. Have you ever thought about bringing back the more authentic sort of like more serious toned, uh, you know, to, to your higher level content? Is that something you might plan in the future to try? Or do you love the humor? Yeah. Well, here's the thing about, here's the thing. Uh, environmentalism to most people is a boring topic. I know that I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be, you know, mean towards the vertical that we're in, but the problem with things that are boring is they don't get uh, the mass, the masses audience. So you kind of get, you kind of get stuck with like more extreme segments of the audience and that, that segment, well, they probably are, are, can be pretty crazy raving fans. Um, They're not going to, lots of people won't even listen, won't even listen to an environmental argument because it bores them. So kind of like, I'm not going to say that we're not going to create more serious content in the future because we, we, we most definitely will. However, I am definitely of the mind that if I can entertain people and educate people, then I'm, then I'm able to have more impact on the world than I could if I was just like, stating facts and, and, and being educational. I think that like, if I can reach a larger audience by, by, by sucking them in with some fun, then, um, you know, I, I, I think that's probably my path to impact. I, I like that. And even you can even in, in the tone of that video where it's sort of like, I'm saving the planet. There's even a, like a little bit of that, like knowingness of, you know, just like it's, you know, I'm sitting here sipping my drink while I'm saving the planet over here. And it's like, there's just, yeah, that you're kind of, they're kind of in, not the joke, but they're in on the, yeah, in on the joke a little bit. And, and most people, most people aren't the extreme, right? So yeah. it's like our whole, I mean, again, I'm not here to talk about my business, but like our whole MO is, is that we're not shaming people for, for not being perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. But when uh, when like sm- small changes lead up to massive impact and lead by example. And you, yes, 
Talitha is a regular everyday human being who has drinks at the side of her pool. But Talitha can, that's Talitha's the girl in the video. Talitha can make decisions um, that when combined with millions of other people making decisions create big change. And it just demonstrates that everyday people can still participate without being an environmentalist. And not have to sacrifice their laundry, exactly. uh, their laundry experience. Uh, I like that, Jerry, uh, Jacob, you, you said you'd answer this one and I think it's a pretty easy one, but YouTube, uh, does YouTube only work for lower ticket items or does a product in the $300 price range also work? Yeah, definitely both. Um, I mean, lower ticket, it might be a little quicker to finding that success on, you know, direct response clicks, um, just cause there's, you know, a little less entry there, but higher ticket, like YouTube's almost, I would say essential just. It's a longer buying process. You you kind of need that <laughs> branding play, right? Keep in top of mind if someone's debating a car versus another car or something. Um, so it can work for both. Just about strategy for sure. And, and how you and target can, that audience? It's an intent yeah. platform. You can you can build you know so much rich intent into it. Uh, you know, and we'll get into that a lot more tomorrow on the actual campaign structure side. So yeah, there's no reason you couldn't. And you can also retarget them on other platforms. Like if Facebook's like, if you're using Facebook too, and Facebook top of funnel isn't working for you, it's just too expensive. You know, you, YouTube might be able to drive that top of funnel traffic. I know people that use YouTube for top of funnel and then Facebook for retargeting. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, obviously YouTube a little bit as well, but you know, they build the audience on YouTube where they build their audience through native and then, then retarget on other platforms to close the deal. Totally. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We're coming up on the end here. Uh, Riley, I don't think there's any difference between a physical product and a, and a digital product as an app in that you still want to solve the problem. You still want to agitate the problem. Like I look at the, the ads that I see on for Noom, for instance, on, uh, you know, and it's just the same thing. It's people talking about how they overcame, overcame this problem with this app. So I, I imagine as long as your, your revenue model backs out in the same way that a physical product would, or even better then then I think it's, you, you know, you're, you could use the same formula and get away with it for sure. Um, just the last question there, and this is, I, I think you maybe spoke to this a little bit, but Asif really wrote it down here. He said genuine Q as opposed to his previous ones that were ingenuine. But how do you find uh, the stomach to take the leap of faith producing such a high-end video like this? Is it because you started with lower end vid you showed us and then thought worth pushing the boat out further uh, based on the amazing results? Or did you just take the big leap from the outside outset? And are there any other brands you think that are creating killer YouTube ad content? So it's, pro it's probably like a dopamine uh, regulation issue that I have. No, um, <laughs> no you know, it's, it's when, when you create a brand and you have success with, with certain things, um, there's always, you, like for me, I'm always looking to de-risk. How can I, how can I have, like, I don't, I don't want to be like, I used to only use image ads. I, I, like I didn't use YouTube. I only use image ads for like five years on Facebook, just nothing but image ads. And, uh, you know, I started doing this, the scrappier stuff for a while and, and it was working all right. And I was like, I need to be able to reach a larger, a larger chunk of my audience. And I need to have more tools in my toolbox, um, that will allow me to grow this business. So for me, it was, um, either spend the time and effort trying to produce this myself or like, what's my time worth? Um, like what's my, what's the mistakes I'm going to make? What are they worth? Um, and then, you know, having really, really hoping that the person that I was working with to film it was going to be able to, 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 to seal the deal for me. And, you know, he knocked it, out of, they, they knocked it out of the park. So, um, you had a lot of track record. You say you're buying, you're buying stills for a long time, whatever, but the business had the momentum. You knew this was a product, 
you know, that, that could produce ROAS, that, that produced That's a long right. LTV. So you had a lot of confidence going to it. And then you also had the YouTube video that you made, right? So I feel yeah. like it's just a long process building, building one step after the other. I, I would say one thing, <clears throat> I would probably validate that you can sell your product with the inexpensive media before you take the jump. Because if you can't sell your ad, or sorry, if you can't sell what you got with like the, 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 the native videos and whatnot, like, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like, not necessarily just on YouTube, but as a whole, if you can't sell your product in some other means, then you're not, you're, you're not going to have success with the video either. Because if you're, if your sales page doesn't get the job done, then there's no, there's no magic bullet that's going to do that for you. Yeah. You want to be optimized when you're going all in for sure. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. I think it's a very successful day. I'm glad, I'm glad we got Jacob to show up last minute. That was <laughs> That the time, the time staller, they call me. Yeah, yeah that's, right. <laughs> that's right. There's a few more questions here about CPAs and, and uh, attribution and stuff. And I think we can really get that, uh, get into that tomorrow when you will be back with head of Google ads at pilot house, uh, Saul Garcia, and maybe Jacob, if we can twist his arm to join us as well. Um, if you want to know more, uh, uh, get in touch with Ryan. Uh, you can find him uh, somewhere on the true earth website. He's, he's active on Facebook. I don't know if he tweets. He's what else? Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn. Um, yeah, you can find you can find me if you if you add me on a platform. Just send me a message. Tell me tell me that you it was from here because I you know I get I get a lot of random people adding me and I'm, I'm cool with being friends with everybody. I just like I just hate it when people like just don't tell me who the hell they are. Like just say hi, man. You know. <laughs> I love it. Well, say hi to Ryan or he'll be pissed. Thanks again, guys. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. See you guys. See you guys.